good evening. It's St. Patrick's Day 2021, the last hour of the day. You can hear me as Vendor. Wanted to make a recording tonight. As I enjoy this fine cigar. So how are you doing? I'm glad you can be here with me. I wanted to ramble a bit about whatever comes to mind, but in particular I wanted to talk about what is called manifestation. What is it? What does it mean? What does it mean to me? Well, to me it means that which I have spoken into existence because that's the way it always has worked out. I will say something and then I find that it appears in my life. And it has had me thinking quite a bit about how much we create with our words. You know, uh, I've heard it said that God can read your heart, but the devil listens. Which is an interesting thought. That only God can read our heart, but the words are always being listened to by the adversary. But I don't believe that's true, because I believe people can read each other's heart all the time. I know that my wife can be upset with me even when I don't say a darn thing and I'm sure a lot of that is body language but how much of that is the energy we put off that we radiate they uh, are able to measure a heart's electromagnetic field which is how we're able to use technologies today we are an energy circuit they say and they say it's subtle but it's measurable and uh, that which can be measured can be managed I've heard but Maybe it's a combination of the two, of what is on our heart, along with what we have spoken. I know that some of the most profound times where I've seen my manifestations play out are when I've been excited and I've been with a friend talking about things. And uh, 
when I say these things and then they appear it always gives me a moment of pause perhaps that having that other person there to witness it and put their thought into it is a key component that you as they say co-create with other people and that might be the case and would be interesting to uh, experiment with I guess that's why power couples they are able to align their words with their heart and reach great success but that's uh, something that is worth exploring in your own experience have you ever said something out loud now and then see it come to fruition now I think that that's what cursing is because when we curse we're cursing ourselves and perhaps that's when we're using a lot of emotion stub your toe use the Lord's name in vain um, I do it every day I am a hopeless cursor and I am aware of not only is it bad form but the impact it may have on my life so I try not to but it's in moments of great frustration or great pain that I've let out curses on myself and I don't want that but it is what it is you know I sometimes lose control of my ability to bite my tongue and I guess that's also an explosion of that radiating energy as well but um when I so that's it isn't it that's whatever you yell out with great emotion or speak out with emotion is the trigger or the instructions that you're laying out to whatever you want to call it some people say the universe some people say God I like the thought of the ether the uh, unseen energy that is yet undetectable by science that binds the world together now, I don't know maybe it is something talked about in science <clears throat> I've heard that in uh, biology there's a theory known as morph morphogenic fields and I really like the concept 
but there's a author and scientist, I believe he's a doctor, uh, Sheldrake, um, forget his first name, but his theories are profound, and I watched a presentation on YouTube of his, and they were talking about how there are some lizards that you could sever their leg and the leg would not only regrow but the way that it did was that it would form the bone separate from the original limb and only at the last moment of development would it reconnect to the severed area and they were saying that this could be an explanation of why people who have had an amputated limb still have sensation from a limb that is no longer there. That it's the morphogenetic field that create the phantom sensations. But they expand on that. That this energy surrounds us and helps birds to migrate together or perhaps why moths can sense a mate miles and miles beyond anything that we could understand as a sense of smell but yet they find one another I do know, we all know, that there's so much more out there than we can perceive with our senses, right? Radio waves. They say the, uh, spectrum of vision of the light spectrum is a tiny sliver of the actual full spectrum of light whether it be ultraviolet and beyond we just see this tiny margin of what's going on and uh, that's an interesting concept that there's more going on than we can see imagine if you could see Wi-Fi and cell phone signals uh, it's probably terrifying you know this unnatural binary signal that's being sent all across the world blanketing the world for the first time in that we know of they say that there are radio signals coming from space I heard from Alpha Centauri and that's an interesting thought I don't really get into the whole alien thing but I don't discount its possibility 
it would be silly to think that it's just us but I could also get down with that thought also I could see us as the center of the universe as what used to be the belief I don't know I haven't met an alien but it's not something that I put a lot of time and thought into but there is more going on than we can recognize and we are in a position where we are able to project more than we recognize some people who are psychic or sensitive are able to pick up on people and you know I'm sure that a lot of that is how a person's expressions and the way they dress it probably tells a lot more than I personally recognize about the person and their state but beyond all of that people can pick up on stuff and you know uh, my uncle who was a hell of a guy he had this powerful laugh that would just bend people to his will he had a real positive energy about him and I always admired it and I've been told that I should focus on that more frequently and I do try sometimes consciously but it just came naturally for him while my dad he was also a very friendly person but he uh, had a lot more negative energy that I picked up on perhaps they were more alike than I'm aware of but you know I can only go off of memory and stories as they're both gone now but I would like to be able to be the kind of person who had that positive energy about me that radiated from me and sometimes I try and I will make a point to do more often but I don't know I get I once was fired from a job as a waiter and I thought I was doing a good job and they let me go and they said something along the lines of that they were just getting bad vibes from me or something and that was a shitty way to go I I also once got fired from a job at a law firm <clears throat> because I was answering the phone for the law firm and the fucking attorney told me on closed doors when he was letting me go that their clients were expecting to hear a woman <laughs> answering the phone you know how about that 
from an attorney, but he must have known that I was in no position to fight it legally, you know, but that also kind of was upsetting. You know, thinking out loud right now, there's been a lot of things that have been upsetting. I imagine they're cumulative and they quite literally weigh on my heart. So much so that others can pick up on it no matter how nicely I dress or not. I need to let that shit go as they say. It's like an ongoing battle between pluses and minuses to create a balance. But it's just has been not all the way there. And I'm not even 100% certain what it is I want. I could use more money though. No matter how much I have, we can always use more. The greed, right? We want more, we want more. For example, I bought a uh, beater 4x4, a little 90s Kia Sportage with four-wheel drive and a five-speed with the intention of taking my young boys to Oceano Dunes to climb on the dunes. And it's been... I never could get it to pass smog. And it's been... A lot of work I've put into it in time and money. What was originally about a $500 car has surpassed $2,000 in parts that I've put into it and still haven't been able to get it to smog. But ironically, it's looking like because it won't pass smog, it qualifies for a program where I can get a pretty sizable amount of money towards a new car. So, although it didn't work out the way I had intended, seems like it's going to work out. So that I come out better off than I did before. So I guess the energy I put into it will pay off in one way or the other. You know, I, uh, must have manifested it to work out one way or the other just not the way I had intended and perhaps that's it we as the Christians say uh, what is it we have our plans and God laughs <laughs> so we put our intentions forward and they manifest in different ways But that's what keeps life interesting, right? But manifestation is what I want to talk about. I was looking at the word and I was actually looking at the word coincidence, uh, which is from the Latin uh, coincidere and it's to fall upon together. How about that? To fall upon together. It has links to the words 
uh, manifestation, as well as embodiment, and an epiphany. Manifestation is the action of disclosing what is secret, obscure, or unseen. So I guess that's what I'm talking about, is the influence of the unseen in a given reality. What I know is whatever you put emotion into spoken out loud will be instructions that somehow play out. It reminds me of a well-known definition of the term magic. Not stage magic, but magic. And it's, uh, I'm going off of memory here. The art and science of creating change in accordance to will. So, what you will can change your reality. But it's an art and a science. I think that that's the difference between hopes, you know, a hope is something that you keep in your pocket and have a slow burn for, but the will, they say an enormous part of our actions and our thoughts and our lives are controlled by our subconscious. Isn't that interesting? That we do things unconsciously because of our programming of our subconscious. And I guess that's a big part of why I am yet satisfied with life. Although I have so many blessings, so many things that I've had come into my life, I am grateful for what I have, but I'm not satisfied. And how much of that is society, you know, and how much of it is what I think I want, but not really, you know? Um, I've so many times wanted one thing to happen and another does and I've said before some things no matter how hard you try the harder you try the harder it gets and I've heard something to the effect of if it isn't fun it isn't your path. You know? 
and I don't expect life to always be fun but we get one you know and the adversaries of me as an individual and of what you hear as society as a whole seem to keep on creating those challenges but you know they say more money more problems so perhaps that's it maybe I haven't taken enough responsibility for my own mess I know I haven't I I need to clean my mess I have a little saying I've created that you can't have a Ferrari if you have a car already in the garage. You have to make room for what you want. And that's so true that if you know the goal the goldfish will grow to the size of its container. And uh, I'll tell you right now I'm at capacity. Uh, as far as filling up my own space so as they say I should broaden my horizons but it's an interesting thing when you look back at your day at your week month and year how things have played out for your benefit those things that are disappointing may have been more subconsciously controlled and manifested I'm talking so much that I uh, this cigar here keeps on going out on me is an interesting cigar I picked up from a cigar shop here in town and it's an acid cigarello blue label it's very pleasant very smooth it has a wonderful flavor a great aroma and this is my last cigar I'm putting them down I quit smoking after this cigar I won't bend tomorrow the day after St. Patrick's Day 2021 I won't run to the store I don't smoke any longer after this cigar talking about manifestation I will live a long and healthy life and I am making changes to make room for health I've purchased a set of dumbbells and as well as talk to a health professional about 
the herbs and spices that will benefit me. And I'll tell you right now, this is it. This is the last one. But this is the last one. The art and science of changing reality in conformity to will. Will. I am. They say is such a powerful statement. I am healthy. I am happy. I am powerful. Anyhow, this has been the Jargon Opera. You can hear me as Vendor. I ask you, what are you manifesting? I listened to someone today just going through a spreadsheet of the decades of your life and looking at it on a piece of paper of what you want in the next decade. That will be my next episode to talk about what I want for the next 10 years till 2031. What happens outside of the world is beyond my control. What happens in my world is up to me and what I create for myself. I appreciate you listening. I hope that this has given you something to think about. And I will produce another episode soon. Be blessed. Good evening. Thank you for being here with me. How about we call this the Jargon Opera? You can hear me as Vendor. I hope you are well. So I wanted to talk a bit about life theory, or at least my life theory. Back, way back in the 90s when I was in high school, I enjoyed... A specific substance that was able to give me different perspectives and I indulged quite a bit and I was enjoying this and uh, was having profound deep thoughts at this time I was in a religion class and learning about the world's religions and I found it interesting that me being an Episcopalian at an Episcopal high school would teach us other religions but I see the point to an extent now but it still didn't make sense to me then But, so I was enjoying myself, let's say, and I was sitting under a tree, 
and it was a beautiful, it was either spring or summer, it wasn't cold, and I put my hand down and I cut my hand, if I'm not mistaken, on something, and I looked at the cut, I saw the blood came out, and I had the thought that if I was a powerful, wealthy man, and I called all my knights and doctors and servants, I would say, make this heal, make this heal now. What do I pay you people for? And they would rush and they would give it stitches, they would clean it, maybe an antibiotic. But they wouldn't be able to heal it. That was the life force of my person would do the rest. They could only assist the natural process. No matter how powerful, hypothetically, or wealthy I could be. And that moment I looked up and I saw a leaf and I saw the veins of the leaf through the sunny light coming through. And it was one of those moments that I I just remember it because there was some sort of truth in it that came out to me in that moment. And now that grew into another thought that I had this revelation between the bleeding hand and the leaf of some sort of cosmic equality that there is a balance to existence and I developed this theory and it still seems to hold true that in this balance we are each given a certain volume of everything of every type of experience but more importantly every type of emotion and so we get equal proportions of happiness the cosmic equality also would mean that for the amount of happiness we receive we also get that equal volume of sadness or sorrow or misery and that as each person around me is also experiencing life and getting their distribution of the amount of these feelings. I can only speak for myself. Perhaps some people are more happy than others. But I don't think so. I think that some people are more happy at certain times. 
and at other times they're not so much, you know? And that everyone's life is different, but these volumes of emotion are distributed in different ways equally. So, for example, that wealthy man who called upon his doctors to make him heal may not have any real friends or anyone that he believes cares about him versus, say, a child in Guam who may live in absolute poverty and may go hungry often, may sleep on a dirt floor, is deeply loved by her entire family. At least that's kind of the foundation of what I have thought about it, that, again, we're each giving them a certain amount of everything. And it could be part of a balance or more like a rhythm of life that for everything that goes out, it will also come in a uh, polarity, if you will, from highs and lows, the waveform, the tide. And often, (laughs) if things are going really well and I find myself happy, that makes me a bit nervous. That (laughs) the roller coaster is about to potentially go the other direction. But on the flip, because there always is a flip, that if things aren't all that great, don't worry. You're going to get another volume of happiness soon enough. Don't you worry, vendor. It's coming. And you, listener, if things are great, that's wonderful and enjoy that moment. But also be prepared for when that moment has passed, if you will. Batten down the hatches. And maybe other people have different experiences. I can only speak for myself from my experience. I like to think that I'm a good observer. I, uh don't really care for much programming. I do spend too much time on my phone. But I've never been a big TV or movie guy, for example. And enjoy studying people and getting to know them sometimes. I wonder if with this balance of life, are we on a low swing 
or is it going to get worse? I certainly hope not. Not us. I anticipate things getting better. It's been a long, dark period of time for so many of us. And there's so many things happening on the programming. You wonder what to believe and what to trust. And I do. The boogeyman has talked about so much, but have you seen him? I know people who have. (laughs) Or are we the boogeyman? But I try not to live in fear. What you think about, you bring about, they say. That we manifest what we most think about or speak about especially. And listener, I want you to know a little trick I have there. A little magic trick that I came up with for myself and I want to gift it to you. And I believe that what we speak loud are instructions to the algorithm that is forming our lives in front of us. And so, like, say you're with someone and they're talking and they're negative or they're speaking of something unfortunate or negative. Did you hear about Tom? He broke his leg. For example, if I heard that, I would say, oh, that's unfortunate. Not me. That's the magic trick right there. It's not me. Because if we are co-creators in our reality, I'm not going to let that negative smell get on me. I'm going to shoo it away with the not me. Did you hear about so-and-so who had this unfortunate event? No, I didn't. Not me. Not me, not me, not me. I know it's a wacky thing. And it's a bit awkward to say. But it's my superstition. And I like it. And I use it. And I encourage you you to do the same listener if you like I can't say specifically that it hasn't worked I have not broke my legs since I started not me (laughs) how have you been how are you doing I miss our conversations well It isn't quite a dialogue, is it? But it is, for me, a pleasure to create these recordings and to know that some point someone may hear this. And I have this opportunity to 
paint a picture of my thoughts beyond the billboards of social media or the vanity of video. Just you and me and my voice and your ear. That's kind of like a message in a bottle, you know? Something that I put out to the world. I have been on an upswing. And I have been pretty close to what I consider happy lately. Had a couple blessings yesterday. I'm getting a new car. Without getting into all of it, I'm getting a Prius. This will be the second Prius I've had before, so I've already passed any stigma that remains with such a car, and I look forward to so many things about it. They're really fantastic. But the doors it opens into travel alone to have very little concern on the cost of fuel is it's nice. And this model has a very unique color and I've noticed this color on other Toyotas in the past and I must have manifested it. It's a for like a, I don't know the Toyota's official name of the paint color, but it literally looks as blue as the sky. Like a metallic sky blue. It's it's really a wonderful color. I'll call this car sky. I think that's just perfect. My sky car. So I should be picking it up soon. And it also has a couple cool things about it. It's a plug-in hybrid. So I can take my extension cord out and plug it in overnight. And that will give me 10 electric miles of driving without engaging any fuel. I know that's nothing compared to a Tesla or whatever, but it's still a neat feature to be able to drive the car if I'm not traveling but just running errands that sounds like dangerously close to an all electric day an all electric day in my sky car so that's a big upswing for me to be getting a much newer car, five years newer than my current car, which was the newest car I've ever owned. So I'm looking forward to that. I also expect that with this kind of change, this new chapter of life, this positive event 
And without getting into it, I'll just tell you, I won't have a payment on it. I will own it the day I pick it up. So that's a real blessing for me. And it's not something I inherited or anything like that. But I qualified for a program that gets cars that have trouble with their emissions off the road by providing grants. And I had this 4x4 project that was just happened to be everything I needed to qualify for this grant. And I accidentally did everything right. I paid insurance on it for over two years, even though I never got it to pass smog, which meant I never got it registered and it stood in my driveway all this time. And it's a bit sad that I'm letting go of this little 4x4 little SUV with a five-speed stick and four-wheel drive because it was a dream to take it to Oceano Dunes, which is a short drive, couple hours, and it's a beach that you can drive cars on or four-by-fours. I really wanted to have a doom buggy to have that experience of putting it in first gear and driving up a dune. But sometimes we have to let go of dreams no matter how hard we work at them, right? Because you have to make room in your driveway for something better. The cosmic balance says there can only be one. (laughs) That we have to make room. If you want the new, you have to make room. So that is the balance. I don't know if things are will make a downturn. Not me. Things are going to be just fine. Anyhow. Balance in life is the same with the balance of relationships with people especially partners everything in life has to circulate if they are stagnant they die we have to have circulation of emotion and experience we do nothing nothing happens 
And even when our efforts aren't fruitful, they still are. Because the effort is the experience. The experience is knowledge. And the knowledge is something that is cumulative, that will build upon itself. So, when you think you're taking an L, it's just half of a W. Just gotta connect the legs. I appreciate you listening this long. I hope you enjoyed it. Because I enjoyed speaking it to you, dear listener. I hope that you find it pleasant to hear and that potentially gave you a bit of perspective. Know this, this is the summary that we get a little bit of everything in life. Oh, and that was the other thing I was going to say is that as much as we get the same amounts in different packages according to my high school wisdom I also have observed or I have this belief that people are only as good as they are bad we are both God and the devil That's why they were portrayed that way. One on each shoulder. Because it's that cosmic balance, right? So, I'm leery of people who portray themselves as good. I I like the person who lets their flaws show a little you know the more honest approach that because we are all flawed and we're all bad oh we're all human beings if this last year hasn't taught me anything it's that I'm a bad dirty dirty mouth breathing nose snotting super spreader (laughs) non-essential human being oh I'm bad but I'm also a human being who works hard at my life and all the variables within it I work hard to be me And who am I? Well, (laughs) I'm Vinder. And I am my experience. I am the driver behind the windows of my eyes. I am the captain of this ship here. And I am bad man 
And as just as much as I am bad, I am a good man too. But if you see a whole bunch of good, know that with the balance and circulation of life, that person is also bad. If life is really bad, know that it will at some point become good again. And then bad again and then good. Not me. (laughs) Intention is everything. What are your intentions, listener, with my daughter? Just kidding. (laughs) But, yeah. I've had bad intentions. You know, my heart always wants more, right? The beast within. Id, the ego, the superego, right? Those are the three parts, but that dirty bastard, the id, our subconscious mind, wants to do all that sin. But without that id quality, none of us would be here this moment now. And with the way the world is going, it's hard to say where it will lead us. Except many people are calling out the Bible. And I'm getting there, and that'll be another talk. I was raised Episcopalian, like I said. But, 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 but. Not today. Satan, get behind me, not today. Anyhow, I'm just playing. I have enjoyed this opportunity to record my musings and I appreciate you listening remember when you hear of those unfortunate things even if it's under your breath to yourself but it has to be out of your mouth not just a thought you say not me let that algorithm know put that somewhere else So, I thank you, and I appreciate your audience. Thank you.